on the Super Bowl for him. <laughs> like, um, if you guys oh. got Disney Plus or um, yep. ESPN, I have ESPN yeah. Plus. Yeah. Um, the documentary on the um, Washington Redskins um, during the strike year, absolutely brilliant. Is it a 30 really? for 30? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll give it a watch. I always love um, watching some new 30 for 30s. And I can see the stream is up because I opened Switch this time. There you go, everyone. That's the music. Hey. But we're but be we've been live for like a minute, <laughs> ten seconds, because it's on a delay. Um, so welcome to Club Pixel Points. The drinks aren't free, but there's fun and sunshine for everyone. <laughs> well, there's no sunshine in LA here, so you don't rely on me. <laughs> we we bring the fun and sunshine. To oh. I think it was always sunny in. I think it was always sunny in LA. Uh, not in the winter time, and it's starting, no, no, to, it's, it's starting to become winter. So, but most of the time it's it is. It's it's only always sunny in Philadelphia. I thought everyone knew. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for someone to especially say when that. Nick, no, Fo- course, especially when Nick Foles wins a Super Bowl and, and, and Carson Wentz boring. doesn't do anything for his Speaking, team. Carson Wentz is a bench warmer. <laughs> Good work. Good work, Evan. Good work. He also lost on Sunday. So, oh. I mean, I give him no credit. He's not a good quarterback. Whatever. Okay, continue. Um, talking of good quarterbacks, hello. I'm your host, Keith, also known as McWomble. Welcome to Pixel Points, the only global podcast that talks about two good things that we enjoy, which is good bit and video games. Not here for my drinking. Please drink responsibly. Any beers or breweries we might talk about aren't sponsoring us because we are a tiny, tiny show. Um, and we are back now after a hiatus on all of the podcasting services. Um, I've finally figured out a quick and easy way of ripping the audio out of these. And Matt, it doesn't involve launching stuff through command prompt. Why the hell did you even suggest that to me? You, oh, I he's, a, he's, he's a Linux guy. Just don't, don't listen to him. No one knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's that. Um, let's start with uh, Liam, um, the founder and chef patron of the Anti-McWomble Society. Um, how are things with you? Yeah, uh, pretty that. good. I've got bad news, though. The Anti-McWomble force is going bankrupt. Uh, <laughs> our funders have pulled out. Um, you know, Richard Branson, who hates you, Keith, has decided... I'm not surprised. I hate him back equally. His efforts would be better spent on Elon Musk. So, you know, yeah, this is just how it goes. Um, I've heard he's a bit busy at the moment. Hey, good old Elon. Well, what? Trying to, trying to send other billionaires into space. Um, uh, and hopefully leave them there. <laughs> yeah, can we just leave them there and then just take all their money and redistribute it? No, what great. I want is I want a toll. A toll tax for them to return to the Earth's atmosphere. Yeah, if you if you have eight billion, we when you return, you will have four billion. Yep. Welcome back. To- <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> You're out. You still too bad. 
you still have you still have more money than you can possibly spend in multiple lifetimes or maybe if they Tough. leave maybe we do a new law if they leave earth's atmosphere they're considered dead so then all their assets go to the government <laughs> i wouldn't trust certain governments with it i'd rather redistribute it to charities directly um yeah right so enough of this political podcast <laughs> we're not the podquisition um something something capitalism bad i don't know if that's trademarked or not yet but i'll get it in there dan how's things with you um good good just um two weeks into a new job it's going well um i'm on uh thomas duty uh today so if i disappear that is why um but i'm glad i could join you all for people Hello. that may be listening the first time what is a thomas A Thomas is, a, a Thomas is an infant is a 10-month-old ten baby who you can now hear coughing, which I will deal with just momentarily. The, the Wikipedia um, entry, Thomas is an infant that belongs to Dan. <laughs> that's great. I, I mean, that's true. I, be, I believe, I believe that the Thomas is co-owned, um, oh, so he's yeah. not solely owned by Dan. <laughs> uh, um, hey, you have the power to update that Wikipedia entry, so get to it. Uh, Evan, how's things in Japan? Uh, good, same old, same old. Um, I watched Malignant, James Wan's new movie. I will say, he's a bit too clean and slick to emulate schlock. So I didn't like it that much. But I did see the new Candyman. Oh, see, I was and... the opposite, Evan. I loved Malignant. I thought it was, oh, thought my, it was oh. fantastic. All right, we, can, if... we, cannot, we cannot talk about that. Okay. Um... If you this is going to turn into some sort of Indiana Jones. I will fly to Japan and kneecap you. No, no, no. Uh, all I'll say is I have nostalgia for the first film. Um, so there's that working against the film. However, I really did like it. I, I thought it was... Good. Yeah, it was just very well shot. And uh, there's some specific scenes. I'm like, that's an awesome scene. So yeah, I, I, I liked it. I watched it this morning. So yeah. If we're talking horror uh, movies, my wife and I watched um, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It mm. uh, last night, which was, it was okay. It was just different. Um, mm. Yeah, I wouldn't say there were enough actual scary moments in it. It was more kind of ten building tension rather than actual scares. Um, it was only like a murder mystery film, if anything. Um, yeah. And which is, but it wasn't, even, James Wan didn't do it anyway, so like it's not no. his fault. But it was it was um, still Mitch. like done fine. Uh, Mitch, how's things in LA? It's pretty good. It's actually chilly. We are at a whopping. Let's see, I'm trying to find Celsius. Celsius. There's, there's, yeah. Celsius conversions. <laughs> yeah. Sixteen degrees Celsius right now. Oh wow, that that is cool. Um, that yeah. is positively tropical. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's been it's been quite it's been quite chilly lately, um, for LA weather at least. Um, Oh, Evan, I did watch two of the Indiana Jones movies. Uh, the first two. Um, the Ooh, first one... Should we... Go ahead. But You're about to watch the best one, Mitch. The third one? The best one. I better hope it's the best one, because the second one was god-awful. I, I, I don't like the second one. The second uh, one was... was tra oh, wow. I, the only thing that was good about the second film was him constantly saying shorty. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only good thing about the Temple of Doom. First one's pretty good. Like the first one's pretty good. I enjoyed it. I don't like snakes, and I think they captured not enjoying seeing snakes in the first film. 
and that's basically what did it for me but for the most part it's pretty cheesy and and i'm not a big fan of harrison ford and to be honest his performance doesn't change my mind about him at all um so well, it's supposed to be it's supposed it's, a, it's, it's, it's a take no it's a take on the uh, serials the that used to play before movies the classic you know handsome uh Square jawed hero punching people on moving trains. Like, that's exactly what they're emulating. But they they stretch it out into. Before my time. Well, if you say that, but that would just wave away anything before you were born. And there's tons of stuff that's great before you're born video games, movies, or otherwise. That's true. So you'd just be missing out on shit. I'm missing out on what people call the nostalgia factor for it. Which is okay. Like, which is I wonder. Right. You, I wonder my my thought is I think it's just way too much of a big element for why people love the films. Then so far I haven't seen the third one. I'm I'm planning it's, on finishing them all, but like I feel like that's a big factor that people put into play that I think overshadows what actually is in front of them as a, just a film by itself. Well, I, you, you is it nostalgia is a, a dangerous tool. Mm-hmm. The hell of a drug. Um. Like how, how many films have you gone back and watched and thought it was terrible when you used to watch it like a million times when you were younger? A lot. Ugh, it hurts. Well, sometimes it hurts it, sometimes it's also like you don't understand the film fully until you see it when you're older because you obviously have developed your brain more and you actually like true, experiences, yeah. thoughts. Like in the example, like I'm I still... actively trying to undevelop my brain right now. <laughs> so like an example yeah. would be like the Matrix films. I thought they were like good Kung Fu movies, but I never understood anything about them. But the then, first Matrix but, film is good. The other two are royal garbage. See, that's what you say now. That's what I used to think back then but now seeing them today i think they're way better than i no. ever gave them credit for oh, no i mean i mean i think they're good films though i don't think they're better than the first one but i think they're underrated the Absolutely. first one caught lightning in a bottle the second two seemed like the wazowski brothers just they just got together and had a massive oiled up loving um, nah. and Tried to be too clever than they they actually were. They definitely I, did get a bit big for their britches, but, but I, I think like... but I think at the time people didn't understand fully the concepts of what they were playing with, especially when they talked about technology terms, because that was two thousand two. We didn't even have like an iPhone yet, so like some of the concepts they talk about when I listen to them now, I'm like, wow, that's actually way ahead of their time. Yeah, so and something you're, you're that I would never you're understood. confusing specific pieces of narrative with the overall movie. It's like saying, oh, the, um, what was it? Indecent Proposal. That's a, that's a great movie. Um, is it, but the, the, the scene in, um, what am I thinking of? No, I'm not thinking of Indecent Proposal. Basic Instinct? Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct was great. Was, that's a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Top Gun. Oh, Top Gun is so bad. Oh, oh my God! Somebody agrees with me. Holy fuck! The thing is horrible. <laughs> Dan is it's a Tom. It's um, a Tom, Tom Cruise. Is a piece of art. A piece of. It's a piece you, of uh, homoerotic art. Come on. Short, get, it's for all the women to look at it and go like, "Oh my God, Tom Cruise on a jet plane! Oh, get me horny!" That's all it is. That's all the fucking movie is. Like, there's nothing to it. It's horrible. Any film piece of crap. Four 
Topless men playing volleyball. Come beach on. Volleyball. That sound that, 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 Not just any kind of volleyball. Fantastic. It's Olympic Fantastic. beach volleyball, right? Because they're so good. Like, it's it's garbage. Can, can we, who can wants we move to on see... From... Ma- like, who wants to go... I can't wait for Maverick to flop. Because, like, who wants to go see that garbage? I don't. That's a oh. euphemism for something. <laughs> Let's talk about beers, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Are you saying your beer is garbage, fun. Evan? <laughs> Is it? And it's called. It's called uh, Maverick no, beer. Um, I'm going. I'm just going to move this on. I'm currently just about to finish um, Brewdog Lost Lager, which is the only Brewdog beer that I actually like. Um, That's saying something. And good. it is the world's first carbon negative beer. Also Saving keto the planet friendly. one beer at a time. I am. You're welcome. Yeah. It's also a keto friendly. <laughs> um, but for my it is. You're right. my special beer. I have this. The I like Junior that. Astronaut Juice Double IPA. No, just um, Double Dry Hot IPA. 5.5% um, from nice. Illuminated Brew Works, which is one a cool title and an absolutely yeah. cool can. I mean, that can yeah. is cool as fuck. Um, if you can, right. So, <laughs> it says, good luck out there, astronauts. On the car. Love it. I like how it stopped there. It didn't continue on and being buddy buddy with you. Just, just fucking good luck. Good luck in no, your. No, just it tells you all the your the, endeavors, the hops that they're using in it. So there's six different hops in here. You know, that's something that I actually have to look into, because when cans promote or at least market, like we've used. X amount of hops. I don't know what that means per se. I, I need to really read up on. Well, the the, the hop blend means. gives you the hop flavor. So there's mosaic, um, Madriana Bavaria, which is um, one that's used in um, lagers and pills, and there's Amarillo and Pacifica. And surprisingly cloudy. Yeah. I was expecting something clearer. Oh wow, super fruity. Getting pineapple, passion fruit. Right up your alley. Good luck, astronaut. Oh that's banging. Is it? That is that is properly good. Oh um It says on um it's a good look out there looking up at the stars and I'm not surprised because after a few of these you'd be on your back it's not particularly strong it's only 5.5% but you'd easily sink a few of these like a in an actual a proper proper sesh beer right if you're looking right. for something a bit stronger but highly drinkable yeah that is really nice super fruity tropical without actually having fruit in it it's amazing what hops can do right dan you're waving a can at the screen and you're muted oh i'm unmuted here we go toast oh here's to change i've had two of their beers on the show before but not that one yeah citrusy hoppy plant saver it was it won great taste 2018. I have no idea what the credentials are for Great Taste 2018, and I'll look them up for next week. But there we go; it's got a little star on the back. So oh, great, great Taste is just a, a magazine. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. there we go. And then I've also got, which I will be drinking during the podcast, Plunge Orange uh, Pale Ale. 
and an old classic, Old, old Speckled Hen, which I'll finish with. Right, do you do you want the story? Well, do you want to tell people on the bottle the story behind the name Old Speckled Hen? For um, those people who won't know, I will try. But if Thomas starts crying, I'll have to deal with him. So I'll <laughs> see how far we get. Owes its best. name not to, not to a bird, but to a car, a painted, really? uh, spattered featherweight fabric saloon, the MG factory runaround, fondly referred to as the Holy Speckledun. Speckledun. Thanks to this mootly, uh, its motley appearance, our famous beer, with a distinctive and delicious toffee malt character, was the first brewed in 1979 to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the iconic MG Factory. There we go. So Mitch Butcher, the the explanation of the name is Old Speckledon, as in apostrophe UN. Mm. Sorry, I did um, butcher it. I apologise. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) Liam, do you have uh, anything interesting you would like to talk about? What about beer or or what? Or do you have a nice beverage that you would like to... I have no nice beverages, uh, but I have been playing some pretty good games, I guess. Okay. I'm not interested Um, in that right now. That's a a different section of the show. I just wanted to check to see. Sometimes you come on and say, I've got this nice thing that's not alcoholic, and I just thought I'd be... I didn't want to just assume that you didn't. That's all right. I mean, I have been having a lot of nice tap water lately, but, you know. That's good. Different parts of the country taste differently. That's fine. Mitch, um, Evan, looks like you're pouring out a nice glass of Burkhoff juice. I know Wisconsin is the same. Mitch, Evan, we're both from Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We even finished our own words. (laughs) (laughs) So, I know, that was gross. Um, So, I'm drinking... uh, Left Hand Breweries Milk Stout Nitro, no, thank which you. I can get in Japan. I'm quite excited about. It's a really good beer. Uh, for people that don't know, like what what the hell does a nitro stout mean? It just means they put they put uh, during the carbonation process they use nitrogen. And but blah, it's, blah, not, blah. it's not a carbonation process, then, is it? If they're using nitrogen dioxide as opposed to carbon dioxide. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> carbonation process. So they, when, it's when, a nitrogen process. It, it, it is, but there's also carb- There's also carbonation in it. It's like an 80-20 ratio, like, basically. So what does that mean? All it does is kind of make the beer a bit more creamy and silky. And for a stout, that's really, really important. That's why you get oatmeal stouts. You put that in a beer, it makes it a bit more creamy and silky. It's a, it's a big mouthfeel thing for stouts. I actually have a glass with the name on it. I think I got it free because I bought three of these things. I, I was a fucking idiot. And I slightly cracked the can like 15 minutes ago, so kind of wasted that. You depressurized it, and now you won't get. Yeah, uh, I would have been preferred if you'd said you'd stolen it from a local Japanese pub. But it's all right if it goes. I would have have been a lie though. That's like lying. But this is a really good. um, This is really good stuff. I don't want to drag out the the show for any longer than we have to, but. Is it one one time we're going to have to talk about stupid things we've done for novelty beer-related stuff? You mean Couldn't now it's novelty or thing? Later. Because no, I... it's, got, it's got to be beer-related, otherwise it's uh, not on brand. Sorry, just because... Okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> yeah, we should do it. That's a, right, Carson, once you sit switch. down. 
<laughs> Carson Wentz, get back on the fucking bench. I'm going back there, I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on, win some football games. So, we, we need to speed this up, but this is a really, really solid uh, stout. It's really, really smoky. And yeah, this is... If you've ever seen Left Hand Breweries, Nitro, American Stout in stores, I highly recommend picking at least one up. But yeah, it's good. Where's it? Where's the? Where's Left Hand Brewery from? Uh, I'm guessing California. Oh, six percent. Okay, so it's a bit heavier California. than most stouts. Da, 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 da. Um, ah, like da, most da, Japanese da, da, labels da. here, it just says America. They don't care. America. F yeah, America. Yeah, I don't know. This I think this sticker is covered up where it's from. It's from America though. That much I know. Okay, let's see. America. <laughs> um, great Mitch, movie. Do you have any? Team America Anything? World Police. Haven't seen it. Uh, no, I don't have a beer. It's 8.49 in the morning. I am not drinking because I want to play some tennis, so I do not want to be exhausted. <laughs> What's that playing tennis? Huh? You get fucked up and play tennis. What's wrong with you? I get fucked oh, up yeah. after I play tennis, fellas. Before oh, and after. Because okay. oh, I'm right. not you like do. you old people. I actually have to run around the court. I can't go... Hey, that, I'm highly offended by that. Mm. But still, I do agree with you. <laughs> still, I'm like I Carson Wentz with his before. injuries. He's just uh, throw the hey. ball. <laughs> I played tennis, but it was my you know before Mitch's time. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Therefore, he's no longer interested. Oh, that's he's, great. He's quitting tennis as we speak. Uh, I, I once uh, soaked uh, a bunch of tennis balls in a bucket of gasoline, and we let them on fire, and we tried to play tennis, but they it, they just went out. So we just started kicking uh, them all over the court and leaving trails of fire. It's like 21, maybe? Sorry. Let's, let's, oh, it's, it's, well, gas, my cousin used to, uh, well, currently does. She's in New Zealand right now, but before she left to go to New Zealand, before the pandemic and everything, um, she is an experienced uh like um i don't want you call it she can like juggle with fire she can hula hoop with flames like it's it's she's pretty impressive like she did it for us once and she had like gasoline poured all over some stuff and it was it was cool she's a free spirit thank (laughs) um okay so um we are now going to move on to our topic for this week um evan you came up with this topic would you like to introduce it that was really bad timing because something got <laughs> you did this Sorry. last time as well did that happen just, like, I think last time? With you. i'm just i'm fucking with you fuck i'm with trying to buy time because <laughs> uh, you okay, forgot so, the topic <laughs> so you usually when i come up with topics it's just whatever game i'm playing at that during that week i think of something connected to it and technically, this is connected to the Talos principle because the serious Sam Devebs, Devebs, Devs uh, completely changed what they're doing and moved to the How Talos principle. How many beers principle. did you However, have? <laughs> I, I'm pretty yeah, sure that's obvious. Says- <laughs> he's choking. He can't remember what he's going to say. He's slurring the words. You know, Drink responsibly, Devebs. everybody. Drink responsibly. But it must be like, what, like midnight, you know, Evan? Uh, it is, um, yeah, it's almost one o'clock. 
Saturday. He went a bit trash. It wouldn't have been a good Saturday night. So if he falls asleep in the middle right. of the podcast, it's normal. <laughs> Get, well, but, uh, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Speak. Introduce a goddamn topic. Sorry. Monday is a national holiday, so basically tonight is my Friday night. Anyways, this was initially a uh, question that I um, posed on uh, a Game Face episode at the end, but uh, <laughs> Shane and Matt already answered one of my questions, and he was like, oh, Evan, you, you have so many good questions, but it's not fair if we answer two in a single stream, so we're not going to answer your question. And it was when um, the devs that did uh, Skullgirls, which is a fighting game, they released Indivisible, which is essentially like a JRPG style game, and there's also like side-scrolling Metroidvania stuff going on. So, it was at the point in that episode where I thought, well, okay, what um, developer who's, who is known for a single genre, at least what whatever their most popular game is, has switched genres completely, where you go from fighting games to like Metroidvania JRPG, and has been successful at it. And then coincidentally, I've been playing Talos Principle, which is made by the Serious Sam people. People know Serious Sam. The Talos Principle is a puzzle game completely differently. Completely differently. Jesus Christ. Adjectives and adverbs. <laughs> Guys? You know what I mean? He's an English teacher. So, Can't you tell? Do you know, do you know what, so, Evan? You've got, you come up with so many great topics um, that we can't possibly talk about them all so who wants to talk about something completely different since evan can't string a sentence together no uh, well, give, give me like five more seconds so yeah, what i'm just, trying to I say interject? is go ahead dan uh, liverpool won three nil just to make you happy just save me just just Sorry when i well, i, I kind of wanted him to he he did in a way because i was i'm tired <laughs> I was going downhill, and he just brought me back up. So we what just I'm lost to all viewers is, we ever had. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what we're going to all pose? All of them. All of No, Keith logged off. We know that's what that was. <laughs> what not... I want to propose is, what developer that is known for us uh, most well known for a single genre would you like to see completely yeah. switch course and personally redevelop? into a new genre, and what would that game look like? Uh, so that's that's the topic for today. Uh, does anyone want to go first? I can't go first. I need to... My, my brain needs to process what just happened. <laughs> In my own Has brain. anyone had time to actually think about this? I did. Good. You, you can go first then, because I was going to talk about a studio who's swapped to developing something that I'm absolutely interested in playing, but isn't out yet. Mm. Uh, sounds interesting. Ooh, that's a that's a little. Uh, I'm I'm a little disappointed that uh, Berkoff is not on this podcast because he would. Um, I have a feeling for my pick, he may want to you know take me around the uh, behind the shed and and put me down like old Yeller. Um, Damn. Hey, that's before your time. How the fuck do you know about <laughs> old Yeller? He, he likes old Yeller. I lived in Wisconsin, like Evan. Evan, we all know about old Yeller in Wisconsin. Oh, that's right. <laughs> if you're from Wisconsin, that's the first story that your parents read to you before you go to bed. I forgot. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. Right. At old, some old point, Yeller. you might have to shoot the family dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we had to put down the family dog when I was a kid. Like it's 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 happened. We also had to put down the family cat. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, um, so my my choice was going to be 
from the from the family of Bethesda. I was going to take, um, which I don't actually know what the the team's title is technically. The ones that make the Skyrim games, I don't know what their title is. That's the game studios. Oh, okay. That's uh, that's what I thought, but I was like, well, it's it's not like anything fancy, you know, something more original than that. Um, but anyway, I mean, Liam is on the show for a reason. Yeah. I knew he was going to immediately. I knew he was going to tell, tell me which one it was. Out, so, so. Yeah. but anyways, Bethesda yeah, Game Studios. I want them to go from an RPG, and I just want them to make a single-player action adventure game. With any, they can choose any genre they want in regards to like uh, storytelling. But I want them to t- see if they can tell a real good story, because so far they haven't been able to tell. They, they branch so far off in different paths that I feel like they can't tell one cohesive good story. So I'd love to see that from them. You're talking linear, like a more linear story. Pure, like very linear, like okay. maybe some, like maybe optional branching path of like choice, like morality. That's totally cool. I'm fine with that. Um, I'd like them to make a first-person shooter. Everything should be first-person shooter. This is just <laughs> going to be my list. So, um, well, and I and I want them to not uh, make it. It cannot be first-person. It cannot. That's that's one absolute thing they cannot do. I like. If, okay, third-person. It needs to be third person or isometric. It can be whatever they like. They can they can let their hearts be golden, be wild, but like I just need them to hop off this open world RPG train because it's crashing and they just need. I think, I think it's similar to like my other example was going to be uh, CD Projekt Red should also make the same type of genre because I think if they actually took time to make one good story, they could make a good story. But, like, The Witcher 3 is a disaster of a plot. The side stories are really good. So, like, if I think if they combined it... I agree with you. I don't like The Witcher. I don't like The Witcher, but the one thing I liked about The Witcher 3 was the story. It was the old, it was the janky gameplay bollocks that pissed me off in that nah, game. Nah, I think the main, yeah, story was, the main story was absolute garbage. Uh, it's cause, and just, because, to, just because, to clarify for people, um, the janky gameplay bollocks is a co- colloquialism it's not that they rendered actual janky bollocks in the game. <laughs> okay. Sorry, uh, but but, but, but I'm saying uh, but I'm saying that fully disclaimer. I did play the on PlayStation, Rockstar. and I hear on on PC it runs like a dream. But I yeah, I played on PlayStation as well. But anyway, I'm, yeah, I'm I, saying I heard I'm, that too, but I don't care because I didn't play it on PC, so they can fuck up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, like if you if it if it if it plays like janky garbage on a platform, don't release it for that platform because then you have the right to be criticized for it. Anyway, oh, I um, bet they wish they hadn't. I know. Um, anyway, I'm saying I'm saying like the Witcher Three story is so awful because it relies on you to have a connection with a character you never heard about, and they do not do a good job of having you to have a connection with them. It doesn't give you proper motivation to go find that character, and then when you find them, there there's like branching paths for in regards to what the endings are and the endings are somewhat atrocious because it relies on you to have this deep history with a character that you never met until that game and then they don't allow you to grow with that character and to have an emotional attachment to that character do i think some of the side stuff is actually fantastic it's some of the best stuff i've seen in plots for side stories so i think that they combined their teams and make one cohesive plot i think they might be able to do it 
unless the side team is a completely set different writers and they don't include them in the mix, then I don't have the faith in them to do it. But I think they need to prove me wrong. And that's why I would love for them, I both teams to make that genre. Because right now I think both are failing miserably in, in their Mitch, genre. Would you, would you like to know a Witcher game that has a clear, coherent, single narrative story? Ooh. Oh, I know. What? It's just about to leave the Xbox Game Pass. It's Thronebreaker. I wish I'll have to cut I'll have to cut out that section of Dan going yep 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 and just like play it randomly whenever we get Thronebreaker. Yep yep yep. (laughs) Did you know, Keith? I I read something the other day that CD Projekt Red said internally that (laughs) that them developing Gwent and Thronebreaker was the thing that broke their studio. (laughs) Wow, <laughs> that's what they blame it on. They blame the failings of Cyberpunk 2077 on Thronebreaker just because they said they mixed up the game team so much and couldn't find any orderly structure to their games development after they did. That. Yes, I'm, if they I'm don't sure know, that was uh, yeah. the reason. I was going to say, if they but, didn't yeah, know, know who has <laughs> talent on their studio, clearly they don't know their teams. <laughs> well, it's, if that's it's if that's the case, management. yeah, I was just about to say, uh, if that's the case, I think you'll find it's piss poor management. That screwed up Cyberpunk 2077. I'm pretty sure they said that much. Yeah. Um, uh, right. Would I would I agree with Mitch that Skyrim, the development, well, Bethesda Game Studios needs to do something other than open world, not Skyrim stuff, but um, not not cross, not, what's it? not first person janky sword combat when you have a medieval time period. I get, that's the one thing that bugs the crap out of me. Like, Elder Scrolls, that's what I'm thinking of. That's the, it's, we don't... I don't need another... El- like, I think they could do amazing if they made like an Elder Scrolls third-person action-adventure game because then they could focus on making combat actually good with swords. And it's just mm. such atrocious garbage. And, and, that, and I'm just saying like in the genre most in general... First person melee combat for the most most games, not, not all good. games, yeah. is not good. Even Dishonored is not very good. They need to and do I, a I better job. If they're going to do melee combat in a first person game, actually spend time and work on it because I. I the the melee combat, I've seen someone play some Cyberpunk 2077, and let's just say the first person um, fight scenes where people are fighting with their fisticuffs. Looks fucking dreadful. I mean, I'll I, I, I will give this game can credit I, though. I will can give I interject. This... Can you think? Can someone name me a game where, in first person, the f- sword combat or the fight combat is any good anyway? Like, no. No. well, I, I will. No, 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 no. Hold on. I, 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 I will. Um, I will. I will. I will. Hold on. Chivalry. I. That chivalry too. And then, and then, and then, I was also going to say. Cy- one thing that I do think Cyberpunk 27 did very well is at least the the sword combat, not the fist to fist. The fisty cuff combat's awful, but the, actually the sword combat is pretty good. It's not bad. Like it, if you're like comparing the genre, it's like here here's here's the crap we get all the time, and then here's Cyberpunk. It's like okay, it's a little higher, but like here's like let's 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 make it good. But like at least I see the effort, and like they have some good elements mixed in. Like if I think. If they made a soul, if they made like a Elder Scrolls game with swords, I think they probably would dive into it a little bit more and make it a lot better. But it was fun and serviceable compared to like 
and then like you 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 imagining you're hitting something because there's no feedback on anything. It's just sorry. I just, um, um, if I could interject as well, um, I would say that to be honest, most of the problems I've had with Bethesda Game Studios over the years is the fact that they're very behind technology-wise in their games. You know, like you play Skyrim, and I think Skyrim's a yeah. fantastic game, but it, at the time it was a little bit behind the times. And then when you went and played Fallout 4 in 2016, that that felt even more behind the times. So yeah. really, like I love the way their games are, and I love the way they're designed. They're just they've just always been behind the times. So, so I don't want them to change genres because I, I think they do the genre they work in right now exceedingly well. I, I've loved all of their games since Morrowind. But they do need to make updates to their engine to make it feel like a modern game. I think my, my problem with the Elder Scrolls games is that I'm not a high fantasy fan. I would much yeah. rather have sci-fi than high fantasy. And I think that's just that's just my personal preference which is why I'm more excited for what Starfield might be than I am for what the Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be. I think the slight difference I'll yeah. do, Keith, to say, like, preference-wise, I just don't think they make the game fun to play. I think they, ma they make fantastic worlds, but the game is not fun to play. The loop is not I, satisfying. I I'm, I'm pretty sure all those millions of people who have bought Skyrim over the last like 10 years would probably disagree with you Mitch but just that yeah. to be fair I haven't played uh, Skyrim I'll just say, I, 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 I'll I just say from knowing a lot of people who play games a lot of people have played it over the last and the fact that it still sells like it's not for me because I hate first person janky sword play it's just not for me but it obviously must be fun because why are these people buying it and playing it on multiple platforms well, it's well, it's like the, Dan, it's like if, GTA. If, if it's a, a mindless brain doubling. Like I'm just gonna buy it because I. If, if you ever play Elder Scrolls, <laughs> do a magic build. Like loads of people complain about the sword combat, but you could just rectify that with a magic build, which is also a shit ton of fun. Oh, just but, play as an but archer. Yes, then don't offer the sword as an option. If it's not good, don't offer it to me. I'm just just a suggestion. No, no, no. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not. It's not against you. I'm just like saying, like, if if it's not good, don't put it in the game. Well, then, you see, I I don't you give think, me. I don't think it is bad, but I also don't think it's good. I still enjoy playing the game perfectly well. You know, with the I think you, with with the well. with the game on with the game on that kind of scale, you must reach a point where good is good enough. Yeah, and then just go with it, um, because carrying on with constant iteration and improvement you're going to you you if if bethesda game studios worked on that game to the point where the first person melee combat was absolutely amazing um it would probably only be getting released now uh, i think well yeah. maybe this is just another type of topic to have another time where it's like games are too big for their own good and it's like that is maybe, definitely something. Maybe, maybe not make Skyrim as big of a world, and then you cannot have to focus on all those other elements. And it's not saying like to be honest, even for the time, Skyrim didn't look that like you kind of like you already said, Liam. Technically, it didn't look that good anyway. On top of it, like it, it was pretty good, but it wasn't great. So it's like too big for its own good, and like that's that's games suffer Talking from that about... all the time. Talking about things that are too big for their own good, Evan, have you had enough time to think about what you wanted to talk about? 
Yes, I have, and you're going to regret that, because I think <laughs> that the Yakuza studio... Uh, you got First person shooter. Okay, that that Worst is one RPG. thing. <laughs> I know, I know that you have your bulletin points, right? I don't know if you're actually gonna throw that at, at me. Maybe we can c combine our ideas. But I was thinking that the developers behind the Yakuza games and lot and the Judgment series, I guess you want to call it, uh, could make a horror game that is specifically focused on Japanese horror, J horror as it's called in cinema language or whatever. Oh, so what and that uh, what, what that game was supposed to be? The Ghostwire Tokyo was supposed to be, and then never ended up being. They Maybe. definitely just rebuilt that game, didn't they? <laughs> like that recent gameplay trailer, I was like, they basically just started again because that is can nothing. We stay on topic, please. Thank you very much. I know it's I know it's good for us to go off script all the time. Evan, can I ask a a, a point of clar clarification, please? Yes. So I must not say anything bad other than praising the Yakuza games, um, which are a fabulous series of games. Um, for, for I a take it months, judgment, yes. doesn't, just, judgment doesn't fit into That's, it's a spin -off. the Yakuza spin because it's a spin-off. So I can slate that. Um, you might get off on a technicality, uh, but I would actually... Put them because like that studio only makes those games. But, we didn't, but, but the adjustment. studio's name you is not Yakuza. Yeah. Oh, the, the so studio you, oh, actually, okay. actually, the the name of the games in Japan are called Ryuga Gotoku, and the name of the studio is Ryuga Gotoku. Uh oh. So technically, they're one and the same. If you want to be pedantic about it, I just wanted to be clear that I couldn't start he, saying he that got, he got it technicality. is another load of weird Japanese bullshit okay. that I'm never going to play. But I wouldn't hey, say wait, that wait, what was I wouldn't that? Be able that was a loophole. That, that was a loophole. But by the way, you have wait, hold on, was it? You got like three months, and then January first, whenever we have our podcast, I'll shut the fuck up and I'll hear the whole thing. You got three months. Just do your best to. I I know you've you've been you've been a. Uh, you've been a sport. I must observe the rule. But, uh, so. but uh, back on topic, I think, um, Evan, I think you bring up a good idea. And I think, like, even, you know, like, thinking about it now, I'm like, they could make a really good grudge game. Because like, they're good at, like, making it sound condensed and, like, that'd be interesting. Yeah, Actually, like a horror mystery. If that was the case, I'm, I would probably play that game. Legitimately, I, I or you like just, it. you just no. I, I, because I, I really Evan knows he's a horror, horror, he's a horror, horror movie fan. Um, yeah. so I need to, I, I seriously need to stop playing Apex Legends and um play Resident Evil Seven. Um, and so okay. I, yeah, I, I, if they came out with and said this is a, what, what would you equate? the style of game that you would want to see with something out, so something like The Evil Within. Okay, so I, I've actually given a decent amount of thought to this. So, you know how the the team has their pulse on just building a world in Japan. Like, very high fidelity. It looks like Japan. It feels like Japan. They've been doing it for fucking ever. It's like the one thing that they do. Well, they can make and it I so quickly because be they keep successful. raising the assets. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. Hey, come on, man, they, they gotta... 
I'm not dig- I'm not dissing them. Dragon engine. Not dissing them for it. No, no, it's yeah. smart. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, they need to rebuild right. it from scratch every time. Like Kratos getting into a boat. <laughs> the, that was such a ridiculous conversation, by the way. But um, I would say to answer your question, McWomble, Fatal Frame, specifically Fatal Frame Two, which has okay, to do uh, with yeah, a cool. Ooh, remote, lucky. like uh, it's a remote abandoned village. In the middle of a forest, like in in a in a mountain town type of situation, the one that where... I've never played Fatal Frame, but one thing I really like about it is the claustrophobic nature of it. Dude, Fatal Frame Two, and I, actually, that's the only Fatal Frame game that I've played. But that game is amazing when it comes to atmosphere. The only other game that I've played that even comes close. To that is probably Silent Hill 2, which is also one of my favorite games of all time. Again, now you start talking about controls and stuff. Very janky game. But I just think with how well, and I know Mick Womble 100% agrees with me, how well they write their side stories and their main stories and the conversations between the characters. Like Absolutely. Genius. Those, exactly, right? Yeah, we're on the same page here. Take those writers and just write some sort of story. You know, like, we've seen this before, and there, there's a movie that I actually recommend, McWomble, um, when you're in the mood. It's called Noroi, uh, which means The Curse. It's a 2005 kind of um, I think I've seen found, fo- found footage film. Back when that shit was, like, a bit more the, novel. Yeah, the thing. It's a bit more played, I but think I've seen that was it. also... Uh, you might have, yeah, but it's it's a bit too long. But I still really, really appreciate the film where it's an abandoned village, remote mountain village where um, some sort of ritual went wrong at a shrine, and so on and so forth. Siren is is kind of connected to that, and uh, yeah, I think that that team with their talent and their ability to build stories and really, really interesting characters could do a really, really awesome. A horror game I'd and, and make it small. <laughs> so I mean, I do one before Mitch. Before Mitch chimes in, sorry, Mitch. Um, I would like them to do a um, game version of the Japanese Ring movies. Right, that, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like that that kind of atmosphere. That'd be cool. And look, look at like the the Judgment series is more of like a detective thing. You could even put that in. So something happens. A journalist goes from Tokyo to um, remote, kind of like out of the way village in the middle of nowhere, and starts uncovering some sort of mystery. And it always comes down to like some shrine where some sort of ritual went wrong, and a demon was like. I think they would do a really good job. And there's there's enough demonology within Japanese mythology for them to have a, a huge, rich cast of potential characters um i i yeah i really like that idea i would say yeah, so yeah like here's I a, hope, I hope here's, a, here's an interesting point. way to spin it evan so you know how like they like to reuse assets it'd be interesting to see them take <laughs> um it'd be interesting to them to take take the uh komorocho and then like have it have it do like the Silent Hill thing where you can flip between like the regular world and then like the spirit world, and like horrible things start happening in the spirit world that affect the real world, and like you play as a, a different side character, kind of like Judgment is like 
its own side character who's like maybe sidekick or something and they can cross between the worlds and so like you can see the whole so like as a yakuza fan like it's like you could see the whole kamarocho komarocho is it kama or como uh, Kamo, 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 Rocho. Kamo, Kamo, in like a brand new light of being like, like you would go down like this alleyway and you'd be like, oh my God, I remember like this demon was there before when, when I was playing this other game and like they could, uh, you could still do like the mystery, the murder mystery type thing, but then it's just like offering a new way to make the new environment fresh and new. Well, is that just right. Yakuza 8, like a demon? <laughs> like a demon. Hey, there you go. Um, so I, I do. I, I understand what you're talking about, Mitch. And I would much rather have them put it in a different location, just very isolated, like mountain village type of thing. However, I do like the idea of uh, taking Kamurocho, which everyone's familiar with now because they've played so many games, at least the fans have, and flipping that on its head and being a place that's familiar but unfamiliar when it goes to like the 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 spirit world like like in medium or something like that so maybe that's something that they could play on, with right but yeah on the on the crazy note um that I'm actually agreeing with Evan let's move on um, yeah. yeah wholeheartedly uh, or sarcastically um, maybe a bit, bit how dare you <laughs> how dare you misconstrue my time um, I, can, I can agree with Evan at some point that I'm not I'm not um, cajoled into because it was his winning prize of a quiz from last year. I can agree with him on other stuff. Yeah, Mitch. I can agree with him that Green, the Green Bay, the Green Bay were absolutely god awful. Frankly, worse than Tennessee because the scoreline yeah. was that much worse. We can agree on that together. Um, and Dan, don't we, introduce we um, that, the next way. speaker. Who do you think you are, me? Yes, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to go to Liam next, so Liam. Um, I've got two answers prepped because I may just, uh, people may just vehemently disagree with me. It's from the beginning. Getting ready, my sign, um, my sign. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love Nintendo and I love all of the games that they put out. But I think they get a bit stale, you know. They, they, if if all of the changes to the Legend of Zelda franchise, for instance, is the like most crazy game-changing changes to a games franchise that they've ever done, then I, I, I don't think they've ever really done that much to change up any of their franchises. <laughs> um, even though I still love them, like no disrespect, because I'll still play them and love the shit out of them, but. I would like it if Nintendo just did something completely against type. Uh, not so much a genre change. I'm not sure if this works within the parameters of the rules, but I'd like them to do something extremely mature and like uh, only for adults. <laughs> that actually tells a cohesive story with voice acting and all of the bells and whistles. I, I would love to see what they would do with that. Starring Mario. Especially the kind of creative people they <laughs> If they want to. Be like that old robot chicken episode. <laughs> Mario um, on his way to screw Princess Peach. Killing all the yeah. Koopas in his way. <laughs> while, while his brother Luigi goes on a killing spree. No, while, while, his, bro yeah. while his brother Luigi is in the, in the, um, the psych ward from seeing and experiencing 
uh, seeing uh, mom and dad have sex in the bed. <laughs> it's just <laughs> South Park stick a truth reference. <laughs> you saw your dad fuck your mom. That's <laughs> yeah, why you I, became I just a superhero. Want try. I just wanted to try something. Different. What would it be? You, you got to be more descriptive than that. Like what? What it is it? Be, it could be anything. They can't. Do, they can't be... say that. You guys. You gotta give us the specifics. What genre are you uh-huh. talking about here? What team okay, would you well, want um, it to do it? Like what are you talking about? Liam, can I can I throw something I your like way? Because this is actually base style. Oh, go ahead. Metro game, like three D Metro game. <laughs> yes, I mean, you want you want to see. It could be a new franchise. Game. It could be an existing. Well, it could be, that's what I'd like, as in like, because Metro is all Metro 3D. Metro's are awesome, but I'd like it more like jumpy, like actually like almost like atmospheric horror, like yeah. Dead Space style Metroid. I think that would go really well. It, it comes really close sometimes, in and it has to Prime, be a first-person shooter. It never goes far enough, and and um, and it's like you know, with Metroid. I, I like agree with that, uh, Dan, because with Metroid they've created this amazingly crazy interesting and and really quite original science fiction universe and and they don't really do much with it and i think also if you think about that if you don't get to don't create a new franchise if you think about their existing franchises i think the others would they would struggle because they've been so cartoony with them that to me could easily be developed into their like 18 r-rated like franchise because of the type of game it is Maybe that's the new Mario Rabbids game, guys. It's Mar- it's rabbit <laughs> Rabbids Run Wild, and it's Mario with a knife assassinating all the rabbits. Um, Evan, what was? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Evan wanted to say something, and we all cut him off. Um, no. Um, just qu- uh, quickly, Liam. One thing that was on my list is potential. Um, ga- games or things that I was going to propose was Nintendo Nintendo doing a walking sim. And by that I mean oh. something that they're really good at, like level it's not building. Every and... Mario game. <laughs> it's a yeah, jogging just, sim. I, I mean, it's it's a jogging different. and jumping sim. Didn't you know? It's also a drug sim as well. You know, all the mushrooms. Right. They're, they're so good at level design and puzzles that I think if they put it in the first person mode, you know, like Splatoon came out of nothing. Um, Are you thinking like the witness? And, uh, arms. Like a witness well, game? Well, that, that's the thing. Like, I would just, I would love for them to look at, okay, we're going to make a, a walking sim, whatever you want to call that. But uh, what's the game? It's not What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, what's the other one? It's like the really long title, um, and I always the, get them mixed up. Oh, oh the, um, the something of Ethan Hunter? Oh, Actually, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter is the game... Actually, I am talking about What Remains of Edith Finch, but you reminded me that I was wrong. Um, what Remains of Edith Finch does really, really interesting things with each story of uh, the oh, people that in that game. Finch family. It's different mechanics, right? You're yeah. like a cat climbing the tree, you're the guy in the, in the fishery cut, cutting the fish. Actually, the fishery, Nintendo could do so much with that. The is amazing. That's, Wait, like, dude, that is amazing. That, amazing that section it is in the so game amazing is phenomenal it is really fucking good. phenomenal the baby the baby in the tub which is fucking horrific um i don't think that nintendo needs to be macabre or anything like like edward gory-esque but what i'm saying is when you look at something like what remains of edith finch where with each character it's like okay it's 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 first person but the mechanics are different for each character nintendo has level designers that have been doing this for so long right that they could think of something interesting to do with 
a first person perspective. Uh, but yeah, yeah like, it is. Kind of, I, I would agree with that, Evan. I, I, th- I think that would be cool. It also sounds risky and interesting for some, you know, for anything Nintendo related, you know, because yeah. every Nintendo game kind of fits into a box, you know. I just like it if they could just try something a bit out of their wheelhouse. Yeah. What was the, what? Yeah. What was the black and white um, M-rated game? Oh no, Mad World. Mad World. That's oh, the one. Platinum. Platinum. Um, I don't know if that's because Nintendo tried something with that and that died. So I'm I'm not sure that yeah. they they'd ever get the traction to do that. I don't mean something like that because Mad World I, I like Mad World but it, but it's it's just um well, it's just a hack and slash shooting game you know with blood and guts and the interesting visual style. I mean, I, I want them to tell a mature story, you know, just just uh, from their perspective. I, I'd be very interested in that. Because, that you know, you played some of their other games and you can tell that there's some very mature themes sort of hiding underneath. You know, it's like a layer underneath. But but they never, ever even delve into that. So it's sort of like they're scared to do it. You know? Oh, because they yeah. fucking well are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, but, you know, it's just it just gets a bit boring at the time. <laughs> are, you, are we allowed to say that Nintendo are boring? Because I'd agree with that. Um, thank it, you very in, much. In certain mm. ways, I definitely think they're boring. Thank you very much for all the Nintendo fans for listening. Um, we never expect to hear back from you again. Nintendo are boring. Thank you. Oh no, no, don't worry. They'll come back in double next week. <laughs> Dan, stop checking your phone. I was looking or, up something, actually. Unless you were doing research. I was doing a bit of research, and um, uh, but my brain's not working because I've had two beers and that's really bad, but I don't drink that much anymore, so there we go. Um, well, do you I would just change every genre into a uh, real-time strategy game. That would be good for me. <laughs> give, give me a genre, turn it into a real-time strategy game, and I'll play it. <laughs> So, so, um... so I was thinking about this actually, in like deep, deep thoughts about this. And they could do, they could do a Witcher. Give me, give me a Witcher XCOM tile game. You could give me what else could we do? We could do a. Um, well, technically, I'd gonna... say Throne Breaker is somewhat. It, it is somewhat is, but it's not as good good as XCOM. XCOM is like the XCOM style. Like I did like um, what's it called? Gears Tactics. That was good. I'd like a Gears Tactics too. It still wasn't as good as XCOM. Just I was just I went and played XCOM two again the other day. Uh, I think I got it free on iPad or something. I can't remember. And I was just playing it. And even on the iPad, it's just phenomenal. It's great. It's just such a good game. It's like all oh, the little wow. little tinkering you can do, so, like leveling up their arms and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. So and then how like, would like you man trans- with a sniper rifle? How would you translate the fabulous Yakuza franchise into a real time strategy game? Okay, Yakuza, there we go. Instead of just having one dude, you could actually, like, turn it into a kind of, like, um, what was the Hong Kong one we talked about a few weeks ago? Hong Kong game. uh, Triad game. Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. You could kind of turn it into, like, a almost like a Sleeping dog slash, uh, like, mafia kind of, like, you have little Yakuza tribes, and your Yakuza tribes could go up against each other, taking over, like, Tokyo, sections of Tokyo. That could work. Or the whole of Japan. Ah, and then within it, of, within um, it, you could have a little like drug trading going on. 
So like you could like have like a black market where you've got like drugs and weapon sales going on. You have to go take out like a weapons uh, depot. Boom, boom, boom. Get the guns. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, Damn, I was just thinking you could actually get something akin to that if they ever do a sequel to Empire of Sin. Oh, mate. From from a different kind of crime background. The the problem with Empire of Sin was it was too fucking buggy. I did love that game, but oh my god. Mm. I did go back and play it after they kind of sorted out the bugs, but there's still quite a lot of bugs in that game, sadly. Um, I think what I would say is um, they overreached a little bit, uh, Paradox, in my opinion. Stick to your your, um, big map. Uh, Crusader Kings. I just don't think. I don't know. I just they just didn't really hit the hit the button. Maybe they didn't get the right developers in. I don't know. But it's still pretty buggy. I really enjoyed it, but I'm, I'm, uh, there's I'm a lot of forward, issues with it. In in Dan's Utopia, I'm looking forward to the next Call of Duty game in 2022, which is the real time strategy version. And that would be amazing. Oh. Yeah, we could all jump in. You could have like six on six people and you could like be on your headsets talking to each other and you could move your own little pieces like a crazy micromanaged game of chess. I think Evan would be all about that. Uh, sounds like a nightmare to me, but <laughs> you do what you want to do. Just hook up a noob tube to your gun and you beat everybody in one hit. Um, D- Dan, I've got one question for you. Yeah. Um, actually, this might work better for us than the experience that we had earlier on so um real-time strategy apex legends oh actually to be fair with apex it'd be interesting how you could do it you could potentially um like depending how you buff their powers that could be quite well, cool they could open like the minigun for like three turns i think every genre you could turn into a real-time strategy game would it be any good it's a different but you could I was gonna say how do you turn a puzzle game into a real-time strategy hey you just get, put a timer on there and give give you so many moves, and there you go. It's real time strategy. Dan <laughs> <laughs> has it all figured out. Throw, throw any problem at him, and he'll fucking like this. this coming <laughs> coming soon, Dan's new studio. We will transform your franchise into a real time strategy, regardless of your game. The witness, we got you. Witcher, like, um, we got you. Hey, do you hey, wanna? Do you wanna I, actually? I would say do you actually? Cyberpunk wouldn't be so buggy if they just turn it into like a board game strategy game. I was literally about to say, you want Cyberpunk to actually be a good game and actually want to be able to play it? Play Dan's version of the RTS version. Yeah, exactly. Um, But no. um, That's funny, we thought the same thing. Mitch Mitch can't get on board with this. um, Because it means you turning his beloved. Uh, Resident Evil franchise into real-time strategy. That would be amazing. Uh, I actually could. could you I could do all that. These, like, yeah, I'd be in. fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. That. I'd, I'd dig that. Resident Evil real-time strategy. That'd be all about that one. That's definitely great And it's a great like you, you, you still have your great pouch idea. with item management. Yeah. Like, I think it could because work. You, because obviously, and then you'd have to like determine whether you want to go to somewhere to pick up the ammo or you could like forego it and try and take them out and then I you would... haven't picked it up so then you don't get it and stuff. Because obviously you've got ammo like sparse. It'd like really like play with your strategy but I, brain. But I also I also would not mind. So I would I like that mix of like the combat would be RTS, but then allow an isometric like the top down perspective and like still Ooh, go through you exploring could, the world. You could still explore the world and in real time uh, without going from box like, to box. Like a, like, like a follow. So like that. so like if um so like probably so like, 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 so hold on hold on hold on so like if um so like if the game 
So, like, if you go to a room where there's no enemies, you could, like, explore the room. Or if you're, like, solving a puzzle in the room with no monsters, with no enemies, you could just explore the room and, like, interact so like with objects. Mario versus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Yeah, exactly like you that. You do there. You yeah, explore exactly. the area, and then when you get in a battle, you get on the grid. Exactly. Cool. I think, our, I think Resident Evil easily could transfer to that. And actually, I would actually would love to see them remake the original games that way and do it on mobile. Because then you could, like, play it on your phone. And I think that would be really cool. I would dig that. I never want to play on my phone, but fair enough. Capcom, get money. me in Capcom, the free room. Money. <laughs> free money. Free money, yeah. I, I like how, but no, I like um, how the, the second that anyone says the name of a game, Dan has an elevator pitch <laughs> in like a second. I got some snake oil for you. Exactly what's going to happen in the game. <laughs> like, um, Which where did the expression <laughs> snake oil come from? Like what's snake Dan, oil? Oh man. Dan Dude, um, RTS Bayonetta. No. Uh no, no. I don't like swords. Okay. Um I don't like the, swords. Um, she uses yeah, guns, man. <laughs> yeah, true, but she does have that there's a sword as well. I'm sure there's a sword in But game. but then but then oh, no, But then you could no, do no, is no. like it would be sweet to unlock her special and like her fling around the room. Like You know what I want a remake of? Final Fantasy Tactics. That was a fucking great game. Where's okay. my Where's my real time strategy fantasy Final Fantasy game? Well, okay. Come on, bring it well, back. Uh, oh, Nintendo one. Switch. I'm still. I'm I'm st I don't know if you heard, but that was one of the games that leaked in the um Ooh. in the, the Nvidia fuck up. Did it? They're gonna yeah, they yeah. remastering it. Yeah, yeah. remaster <laughs> Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, give me that shit. <laughs> Amazing. I'm actually really excited for that weird that weird game, that project, whatever. Oh, I, I don't know what this means, strategy. Dan. Dan, what does Liam this knows. mean? Liam knows what it means. I uh, played the demo. Triangle strategy. Triangle, yeah. stra triangle thing. Yeah, that was that was good fun. I played the demo. <laughs> the triangle thing, also known as Dan shoving his hand towards his webcam and flicking his fingers. Moving his fingers around. <laughs> I'm, make, uh, make yeah. Proper title, please be patient. Right, so... Well, I'm, that's why I'm going, going to... two beers deep. I'm going to... Um, finish off with a, a game that is actually coming out and I'm really excited the rules. about. Um, I don't care about Devin's rules other than ones that I'm compelled to do as part of the quiz. <laughs> um, and it's from Wolfi Studios. Evan, where where did Wolfi Studios come from? What, what studio? Raphael Studios. I've never heard of it. Oh, uh, uh, it's from Raphael Colantonio. Who's who set up which studio? Um, I know the answer. Liam, please save me from my self. That's <laughs> uh, no. arcane. Creators of Dishonored. No. So Raphael, Raphael Colantonio set up Arcane Studios. Um, Evan, you should know that, being the big Dishonored fan that you are. Um, yeah, but their, their new project um, so he and some other Arcane developers left to form Warfire Studios and they've, they're the studio behind Weird West uh, oh Weird West, sure, sure, sure okay, the isometric kind Ooh. of Wild West one yeah, this is so, delicious well, oh, you I'll held it so quickly, I couldn't even read it. Wait, wait, hold up. Oh. Wow, 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 hold up. Like, wait, a good, a good eight seconds. Now count down with me. One. Okay. It's plunged orange pale ale. Okay. And it's got a... It's punchy and refreshing with a tangy orange sharpness. Wait, and it just smells 
like tangerines. It's fantastic. We wanted to make sure you got that 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 uh, that sponsorship Don't money, Dan. Me. We wanted to make sure that they got that you got that sponsorship money. So that's. Well, so Nick Nick Wamble, you're, you're saying that these people have already done it, essentially, that they're flipping. Well, they've, and they've, they've done, done like, they've done the immersive sim, which isn't an immersive sim; it's a first-person action stealth game, depending right. on how you want to play it. And now they've right. gone to make a hugely expansive, story-driven, isometric. I don't know how many superlatives you could use or adjectives you could use or acronyms you could use to describe what Weird West is. Um, but I watched the half-hour game demo with... Um, oh, Christ, I can't remember the, the woman's name from GameSpot. Um, but I, I watched that, I've watched that twice just because of the, of the amount of stuff that you can do and how in-depth everything. If you thought that um, Dishonored was immersive, Weird West flushes that level of immersion down the toilet and then fills the bath, fills the sink, turns the shower on and plugs the hole and floods your house with immersion. Is it going to be that heavy with... All of that stuff that seems like um, Fallout levels of jank because you walk it's into a bar the, with a hat you're not supposed to, and the whole thing breaks, type of thing. No, it's not. It's not. It, it's not that. It's the world that you interact with. So okay. there's no, um, the you can basically interact with pretty much everything in the world, um, and you play through the story multiple times as each different character from their own personal perspective and each of the individual characters perspectives change your next playthrough um, so it's not like Dishonored where you play through one level and you do a pacifist run or you kill everyone or you screw up and just carry on playing the game um, it's everything that you do affects everything else that happens afterwards and it takes the it it takes the immersive sim element to just the nth degree um i'm i'm really looking forward to this i think the setting is really cool and um from watching the gameplay demos what you can do in this game and the level of choice that you have is I, I'm not sure I've played another game that gives you this kind of level of choice. How, well, I, hey, I, I'm always to... nervous when someone says that because sometimes is it is Xbox too good game to be pass, true. Keith? No, I don't believe so. It's been it's been published by Devolver. Oh, okay. Have you are you playing it now? Or no, it's, it's not coming out. out. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's still scheduled enough. to come out this year, but it's been delayed mm -hmm. three times already. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. You should play Disco Elysium, Keith, because I really want to play that game. Disco Elysium is very what a game. for that. I've been, I've been looking. I need to play that game. It's on my list of things I need to buy at some point. I'm waiting for a sale. Same. Well, time. Dude, time. Um, that, I'm excited. that game will be I'm brought up in the 2021 Game of the Years for. Who, who, for sure. Dan, who how do you turn Disco Elysium into a real time strategy game? Quite easily, I think. Just You just do what uh, Mitch said about you can explore the environments, and then when you come into some kind of battle, 
There we go. Boom. But there is uh, no battles like... in Disco Elysium, is there? Sure, you could add them in. You could add some conflict in. I'm sure you could. Tell them I want to rob you, motherfucker. I'm going to steal your fucking wallet. Boom. <laughs> Board comes out. Here we go. Real time. All this for a fucking wallet. That's a lot more fun tactics. I just love that. To be fair. To be fair, if it, I, I'm very excited for Disco Elysium, uh, but I'm also excited for Tuesday. Now, Tuesday is my day, boys. Nobody even knows that that game's coming out. Kenna. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm so excited. Because they, delayed, okay. they delayed it too many fucking times. That's the exactly. problem. They only delayed it twice. Exactly. What game? Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. Kenna, oh, okay. Bridge of Spirits. That's coming out next yeah, week. Tuesday. On Tuesday, and Evan, you can even play it on PlayStation it. Four. Yeah. Why wasn't that in That's the Sony I'm, showcase? I'm, I'm, I'm um, concerned I think... about it because of how quiet Sony. I'm, very, I'm actually very worried that they didn't mention anything in the last thing, just even like two minute thing, because I am worried that it's like because it's been delayed twice, it's going to be a janky mess. Right. So because okay. uh, we've we've only got five minutes left. Um, obviously, Sorry. my obviously. Dan's taken okay. up too much time talking about real-time strategy games, but quickly <laughs> we're going to go around the room and we're going in, in, in a new game called Challenge Dan. Um, oh, no. So try and come up with a game that Dan couldn't possibly turn into a real-time strategy game. Um, let's see how he comes up with it. Dan, I'll start. Okay. Virtua Tennis. Okay, so I got it. So I got it. Virtua Tennis. So... Obviously, we've got the tennis playing back and forth. But what you could do is you could put it on a board with lots of squares, and the person you—it's almost like battleships. So you could like plan like D five, and the other person has to predict where you're going to put it to like hit it back. It'd be a pretty shit game because I'm thinking the actual probability of you actually guessing where they're going to put it would be quite slim. But there you go. <laughs> Plus, you'd, plus if bad, there's actually. the expectation they make every ball in, that's, like, not even real. Um, Dan, I want you to Come take, on. I want to take, I want you to take Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, easy, the video mate. game. Come on, make it easy. Yu-Gi-Oh! easy. Just put them on the blocking, you just put them there, don't you? And they have the cards and you just go, boom, real-time strategy. It's already pretty much a real-time strategy game anyway. Give me some cards. Yeah, I'm going to play that. Boom, do that move. Perfect. Done. Next. I just wanted to give him an easy one just for just so he felt like Liam. he was winning. You know, like Carson Wentz Trust. does all the time. He does win. He wins Trust. Super Bowl rings without throwing a football. <laughs> I'm the man. Yes. Turn Tetris into a real-time strategy game. Yeah, that's quite hard, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll pass. You win that one. Yeah, Tetris no, is, not necessarily. Tetris, you could make Tetris, Tetris and you could yeah, make. Shush. Tetris should never be changed. Tetris Whoa! You don't need to change it you, anyway. You could so turn it into a real-time oh. strategy game. Just give them a difficult combination of blocks that don't ever that can't automatically fit together in a row. Like it's possible. Yeah, but then there's no longer Tetris. Yeah, it is. So it's just no. without the speed. That's all? Yeah, no. T Tetris is there for a reason. Evan. Leave Tetris alone. Last okay, one. You could do Tetris 99 as a real-time strategy game. That's, you could do that. That's oh, a good point, wow. That's that is a good point. Looking, you could wow, definitely yeah. do that. Well, yeah. take I'm that, talking about so, yeah. classic Tetris. Yeah, take it back. Keep got me. Uh, Evan. 
Bubble Bubble. Oh, Bubble Bubble! I haven't played that game in years! Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Let me think this about Bubble like... Bubble. How could you... What the hell is Bubble Bubble? Okay, so you could turn Bubble Bubble into a 3D game. So we didn't put it from like 2D to 3D, okay? So the okay. world is now like an extenuated room. And okay. then when you're blowing the bubble, you've got the... you've got mo So it's real-time strategy, but obviously the things that move and block the bubble are moving. So you're push the bubble somewhere and obviously you don't know there's like a let's say like a dice roll percentage where that will block your bubble movement and there you could be real-time strategy what the fudge is this game <laughs> this this guy cannot be beaten what the hell think, is this game lost. i'm watching it right bubble now bubble. it is bubble bubble is a great game i'd rather play it in 2d he's though, going through the, the he's strategy, going through the fucking go. ceiling this makes no sense yeah, you, you, you just keep, uh, you, you keep going down Alright, well, yeah, I think, uh, this is so Dan's weird. Dan's betting, uh, Whoa. Dan's betting. I'd, I'd say Dan, Dan's buying a, um, buying a half century zero. at the moment. I think I'm betting at zero right now, but it's <laughs> different perspectives. It's, it's yeah, quite, quite impressive, I think we are game God. Okay, think, Dan, Dan, yes. how do you turn, um, Brian Lara Cricket? into oh. a real-time strategy game. I don't think I would. It's a great fucking game. Why would you ever need to do, do anything with it? Brian Lara Cricket... <laughs> it's an easy way to get out only, of it and say it's, it's a fucking great game. Don't game. touch it. The best and only cricket game you ever need to play. All the rest are like a wank because I've tried to play them and they don't play. Brian Lara Cricket, perfection. Don't need to change it into a real-time strategy game. You just need to play it. Uh, what I would love is a new Brian Lara Cricket but I just don't think it will happen. Isn't that from Codemasters memory? Codemasters? I uh, don't remember. Well, um, we'll have to figure it no, out we because go. we are Pixel Pints. We're here every single week. <laughs> you didn't do any of the socials, so I'll do it for you. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at uh, Pixel underscore Pints or on Instagram at Pixel Pints Pod. We stream every single day. Not every single day. That is kind of funny that streams every single day we stream every weekend uh here at twitch.tv slash pixel pints or follow us on twitter you'll see where the link is you can find our uh archive on twitch or you can go to youtube just look for pixel pints or you can go to any podcast servicer you listen to we are there we are live and we are not live but Ooh, we are there what I would and love we to do is a live stream where you just oh we don't have enough viewers but if we did ask them where i should play a real-time strategy game and get them to like decide what i do if we did if we did that you need to wear a suit and you need to be in a in like in shark tank style so you need to be in a suit in a chair <laughs> with your notepad and they have to come to you with their pitch and then you have to be like i'll invest and not invest anyway no no i don't mean that i mean as in oh, okay don't worry Anyway, on oh, we'll start streaming soon. I, I'm I'm working on the graphic to make it work so we can all stream together. That will be fun. But anyway, that'd be cool. You want to say it? And on that note, we're out. Done. If you turn Mass Effect into a real-time strategy game, we're gonna have to find where you live no. and kill you. But to be fair, I don't think I don't think okay, Candyman. Man. I think I think you could have a spin-off though. I've been playing Mass Effect a bit more, not stream, privately. And I just think, with that team of people, that would be a fucking awesome XCOM game. Come on, give it to me. You know, yes. My, my only criticism against that, Dan, is I'd prefer they make an actual good Mass Effect game before they Ooh. make a no, game spin-off. 